So I've been getting emails like crazy. And uh, as you can imagine, it's on this antsy thing. Or Fannie Mae's um, going to accept that into their selling guide. And it's already there. You can go to eFannieMae.com and look at it. They've already published it. It's in there. But it's not official. I mean, you, you don't have to start adhering to that until April 1st of this year. Um, they do kind of recommend you go ahead. Um, so some of the emails I've been getting in uh, and comments I've seen, I've been doing this 30 years or I've been doing this 40 years. Well, that's funny because the standard's not that old. <laughs> uh, what about rounding? I don't understand rounding. When do I round? How do I round? And then uh, what about concrete? We ripped the carpet out of a, of a room uh, or I was appraising a property where they removed the floor coverings and now there's just concrete there. So is that just a finished floor? We'll talk about these and other things when we come right back. Stick around. Hi, this is Brian Reynolds. You're listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast, brought to you as always by Appraiser eLearning. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. I hope you're doing very well, staying safe, staying busy, making some money, maybe taking a little uh, rest or relaxation once in a while because we all need that to kind of recharge our batteries. In fact, before I, I before I jump into this, um, I got another email, and I just I, I just want to caution everyone. Um, I, I, I saw an ad. Um, it says measuring one to four unit residential properties with ANSI Z765, which is kind of interesting because ANSI is for single family residential properties, not two, three, or four units. So be real careful. If, and let me just read that for you right out of the authoritative source ANSI on page four. Of the annex, it says, um, this standard is not designed for and cannot be applied to the measurement of apartment slash multifamily buildings, but it may be employed to measure all detached and attached single family houses, including townhouses, row houses, and other side-by-side -side houses. Let me reiterate that first part. The standard is not designed for and cannot be applied to the measurement of apartment multifamily buildings. So what is a two unit or a three unit or a four unit? Those are apartments. <laughs> I mean, we, we don't think of them as like an apartment complex per se, but it's a two unit apartment or a three unit or four unit apartment. And if you want to argue whether or not it's apartment, that, that's okay. But can you argue that that improvement to the land is not a multi-family building? It's designed for multiple families to live there. Certainly not a single family. So just be careful where you're getting your education. I mean, we all make mistakes, and maybe that was a little mistake, but... Again, it, it kind of leads you to wonder if you're advertising training folks in a one to four unit residential properties with ANSI. If someone's marketing that, it kind of makes you wonder how much do they really know about ANSI. And I just want to remind everyone that the folks over at Appraisory Learning, Hamp Thomas, wrote the American Measurement Standard. Um, Hamp, Hal, and I have been uh, teaching ANSI 
for well over a decade, probably a couple of decades on, on a few of us, right? Uh, we uh, at Appraisory Learning have had courses on ANSI for years. We didn't just scramble around and say, oh, Fannie Mae made this announcement, so let's put a course together really quick and, and, uh, and, and start marketing it. And uh, so just be real careful. Um, and then always, 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 no matter who the instructor is, even if it's me, always be sure you get a copy of the authoritative source. I talk about that a lot. The authoritative source, if our conversation is FHA, would be the 4000.1 or the appraisal report and data delivery guide. If we're having a conversation about Fannie Mae, then you want to go to the selling guide relative to appraisal guidelines. If the conversation or disagreement or argument, whatever you want to call it, is about USPEP, then go to the authoritative source, pull up USPEP and take a look at it. Don't guess. And before I, I, I get into some of these other things with regard to uh, some of the emails I, I've gotten and questions and concerns and gripes and complaints. And, and we obviously don't have time to talk about all that in this short podcast. But um, I just want everyone to relax, you know, uh, take a deep breath and relax a little bit. This is not the end of the world. Human beings resist change. And when a change occurs, you, you, it's your human instinct to push back. But the key here, guys, is to be civil, be professional, be polite. Uh, and then we all grow from those conversations. And, and so that's, that's what I recommend doing. So back to the uh, original item here. Uh, some of the mail I've been getting. Been doing this 30 years. What's the big deal? Been doing this 40 years. What's, what's the big deal here? I've been doing it forever. Well, no, you haven't because it hasn't been around forever. <laughs> If you look at page uh, one, this is Roman numeral one of ANSI, um, it says, before the original adoption of this standard in 1996, no standard, no national standard existed in the U.S. for measuring square footage of single-family homes. So 1996, so we're looking at 25, 26 years now. So if you if you're just off the cuff saying i've been doing this 30 years i've been doing this 40 years check yourself how have you been doing a standard for longer than it actually existed right so just say i've been doing it a long time and you know hamp did a survey or or, or reported the results of a survey which was kind of interesting and it said most of the most of the user most of the folks that claim that they have been using the ANSI technique have never actually read it. Most of the practitioners who claim they have been using ANSI can't really state much of what's in the document. So it, it's fine if you've been doing it, you've been doing it. If you maybe you've maybe you think you've been doing it, but you haven't been doing it in its entirety. Maybe you've deviated in certain areas and, and maybe you don't even know you deviated. Um, somebody said, you know, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And so the first thing is I highly encourage you to get, get your own copy of this um, and read it. It's not that long, guys. It's three pages. <laughs> it's three flipping pages. 
the actual ANSI uh, document is three pages because when you go to page four, you get into the annex and it, and it says the annex is non-normative, meaning that it is not intended to be enforced along with the body of the standard. Information in the annex is intended to comment on the illustration of the use of the standard. However, the annex is not considered part of the standard. So I always say, you know, if you think about USPAP, USPAP is a document and then you have frequently asked questions, you have advisory opinions, and all of that stuff's not binding. It's, it's advice on USPAP. And, it, you know, it's pretty good advice. It's from the Appraisal Foundation. So when they talk, I'm going to listen. Um, so I encourage you to get you a copy of the document. ANSI Z765 is what we're talking about. Um, the phone number is 800-638-8556. That's what's listed in the publication. 800-638-8556. It's Home Innovation Research Labs. If you go onto their website, uh, they used to have a link there. Now they're directing you to call, I think, Mario to, to get a copy. So we encourage you to do that. So let's talk about rounding for a minute. I've been getting lots of questions on that, and I think there's a lot of confusion on that. So let's go to the standard. You can find this under rounding. It's um, 4.1 rounding, and it's found on page three. And it says, the finished square footage of a house is to be reported to the nearest whole square foot for above grade finished square footage and for below grade finished square footage. So guys, think about it for a minute. If you measure something and it's 11 feet, 10 inches, that's what they want you to use. Don't say it's 12 feet because it's not 12 feet. It's 11 feet, 10 inches. Don't say it's 11.5. It's 11 feet, 10 inches. Now, when you convert inches to decimals, that would be 0.8. So 11 feet, 10 inches could also be stated as 11.8 uh, with regard to a decimal. And that's, that's how they want you to communicate it. So that's what they're talking about when rounding. All right. Now, I had a, a pretty lengthy email, and they were talking about concrete floors. And as many of you know that are listening, um, at, in certain parts of the country, they're using concrete a lot. I mean, they're, they're making countertops out of concrete now. And in many instances, they're making um, floors, concrete, and then they're, they're finishing that concrete in some way as a finished floor. So they're not going to put carpet over it or anything like that. The, the deck, decorative concrete is the floor and the floor covering in one. Okay. However, <laughs> if you're on a, on a house that's uh, constructed on a slab and somebody rips the carpet out and says, well, I got concrete. There you go. Yeah. I don't think that's intended as a finished floor, right? That's part of the foundation. and they had a floor covering and they ripped them out. So if you look on page four, there's, there's information with regard to floor finishes. It says floor finishes include 
but are not limited to carpeting, vinyl sheathing, um, hardwood flooring, and concrete floors with decorative finishes, but do not include bare concrete. And this is one of the changes that took place in 2021. Hold on a second. You know, it used to it used to say that you you were to not count a uh, painted concrete, and that's that's what got uh, that's what got changed just a little bit between the between the old standard and the new standard, right? They took that uh, paint out. So here's what the 2013 edition said: floor finishes included but are not limited to carpeting, vinyl sheathing, hardwood flooring, and concrete floors with decorative finishes, but do not include bare or painted concrete. And so the 2021 edition struck that out. They took out the part that talks about painted concrete. So I guess if you have a painted concrete, that could indeed be considered a finished floor. So it goes on to say, um, after does not include bare concrete, it goes on to say decorative finishes are long lasting and permanent components of the slab produced by such methods as chemical staining, integral coloration of the concrete, scoring, stamping, and other methods that modify the texture or appearance of the slab. So it, it's that it was installed with intent to be the finished floor, not, hey, I'm going to rip this carpet out because of this new ANSI language. I can just rip all the carpet out of this house that was built on a slab, and presto, I have a, a floor, a finished floor. No, that, that's not going to work. And then finally, I did want to make a, a a great announcement great i think it's a great announcement um we talked earlier about having fannie mae on a webinar and uh i'm i'm pleased to say that they've agreed to do that so uh to let all my listeners know at the end of january uh mr Lyle radke uh, fannie mae will come on the webinar so um get your pens out mark this down <laughs> on january the 28th 2022 at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time, uh, Mr. Lyle Radke will be my guest on the Appraisal Report webinar. Uh, if you haven't seen one of those webinars, you can watch that via YouTube, and they last typically about an hour long. It is a live broadcast. It's not scripted. So, you know, I'm not sending a list to Lyle of the questions I'm going to ask him because, quite frankly, I don't know what questions I'm going to ask him. It is a live conversation. We just have a live audience, right? And so it's not scripted. It's not rehearsed. It's a conversation with Fannie Mae, and you get to join the conversation. So you can ask questions in real time. We'll answer as many of those that we, we possibly can within the time prescribed. Hard questions are allowed. I, I always tell my guests that. I said, you know, folks might ask you a hard question. And if we don't know the answer, we're just going to have to say, we don't know the answer. We'll, we'll try and get you the answer. Um, but this is an opportunity for you to bring your questions and ask Fannie Mae directly. And so we'll be talking about their decision for adopting the ANSI Z765 into their policy. 
and we'll take your questions live. Um, the, again, the only thing that we require is that you be polite, civil, kind, and professional. Uh, a hard question is, is, is welcomed uh, because that's an opportunity for us all to learn, including me. I get to, I get to learn. And, um, and so if you have a question, you're, you're certainly allowed to ask that. If you're wanting to get a point across, maybe you don't have a question, but you would like to give an idea or a thought or a suggestion, we welcome those also. So we'll have some media out on that really soon announcing that. If you go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel, that really is the best way to be in the know when one of those are coming down the pike. So uh, if you jump over to uh, YouTube right now and search Appraiser eLearning and hit the subscribe button, then you're already subscribed and ready to go. And then when that announcement's made, you'll be well aware of it. So. I hope everybody is doing well. I hope you're uh, staying busy. I hope you're uh, avoiding COVID stuff. You know, that's kind of come back on the on the scene. I, I know a lot of appraisers that have come down with that recently. So please take appropriate steps to protect yourself. Hopefully we're going to be out of this mess. Um, if, if, you know, if we're ever out of it, but hopefully we're out of the, the real, the real uh, rapid uh, contagion really soon. And, uh, and so my thoughts and prayers go to all of you, especially if you've had um, a loved one um, impacted greatly or even even passed away. That, that is really sad and breaks my heart. I was in a class not long ago, and um, I had a, a female appraiser there. And for the past, gosh, probably past 10 years, her and her husband always come to my live classes. And uh, when, I, when I walked in and saw she was there by herself, um, it made me nervous and 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 that was the result um her her husband had passed away so again my thoughts and prayers go out to her and her family uh so please be safe um take care of yourself uh take a break maybe maybe do some of these relaxation things i mean go get a massage i, I mean i'm i love getting a massage so if you never if you never have one of those go get one you'll get hooked uh, it's relaxed. I typically fall asleep, <laughs> so, but it's relaxing and it's a way to recharge yourself. Um, but just stay safe and enjoy your life and don't get worked up about this ANSI thing for crying out loud. It, you know, six months from now, you're going to be doing it with regularity and you're going to realize that really wasn't that big of a deal in the overall scheme of things. You've been listening to the appraisal update podcast. I'm your host, Brian Reynolds until next time. Happy appraising. The Appraisal Update Podcast is brought to you by Appraiser E-Learning.